Let's go. What's up, everybody? Welcome to Binge Town TV. We are back with another episode of The Wilds from Amazon Prime. We are dying to watch episode seven and eight. But for you guys, we are a spoiler free podcast. So we've only seen up until four five and six for the specific power. Not we haven't seen anything on social media. We haven't gotten any spoilers. You guys promise no spoilers. Promise. Promise. So that's going to bring us right into episode five, because opening scene is some cheery music and it's Josh waking up on the beach the day after and the cheery music immediately fades and he turns over and vomits, Mm -hmm. which is just pure disgust after what happened the night previously. Yeah, the anxiety, everything. I mean, when he's telling the boys like quit it okay like I, I don't the best thing you could do for me is never mention it again like his scream I don't know if that's in six or five but it's such good acting and it's not easy subject matter so props to him I mean it couldn't, couldn't couldn't be easy to play um but obviously we'll get there for him yeah. and Seth I feel like those two roles are very emotionally yeah. difficult Mm-hmm. Josh, like isolating himself, like obviously being alone on the beach. This was going into Seth's plan, though. Seth was like, ah, like he's fine. Leave him alone. We don't want a buzzkill coming here. Like he has his like ability to be like bring negativity and like Seth's preaching. Hey, this Josh kid kind of sucks all of a sudden. Yeah, I, like, I wrote Dude, I wrote that he's you. an unhinged narc and he's gaslighting. He was like good vibes only just keep them over there i was like you're doing the most so now yeah. i don't just think that like not that there'd ever be a pass for what he did but like you're so aware and you're covering your tracks now like you're deeply yeah. disgusting it's, like, it's so weird because like i actually didn't know he was an art i didn't know he was bad i kind of liked the character and all of a sudden within you know five minutes of the last episode in the beginning of this i'm like dude i fucking hope yeah. you get eaten by the jaguars babies or something <laughs> Like, fuck you. One thing about Seth really quick is while there are a lot of times keeping the variables consistent between the girls and the boys, it's it's weird and interesting that they chose someone like Nora and then they chose someone like Seth, who Seth is obviously choosing to be a leader of the pack and say, oh, this and that and and the hype guy. And But Nora was never the hype guy. I mean, she had her like heroic moments in season one. She she really did. But she was more keeping to herself quiet. Um, I think that's also just her personality. I mean, Gretchen plucked her out as that, you know. So I think it was interesting that someone like Nora wasn't really um, guiding the pack at all. Like, I don't think Nora really gave them much advantage, whereas Seth feels like up until that horrid moment, he was like a, a real positive like leader in the pack, which is interesting. It's just a little plastic all at 15 days. And then he became like the yeah. emitter of pure toxicity for the group. So like, <laughs> yeah. you know, that is so true though. Like I never thought about it. That, like the narc for Nora was like, sh- she only answered questions. She didn't like actually say anything out loud. She was just like, Hey, Nora, like, do you know anything about this? And what you said about going back and watching season one, dude, Nora the whole time is like, Dude, you're such a narc because they're talking about <laughs> Jeanette's body and somebody says like, well, it could have been the tide and immediately Nora's like, yeah, like tides often take out cars and houses if they're strong enough. And it's like, you freaking dictionary. You're <laughs> just playing the field. Yeah, she was definitely under the radar. But they even said like Gretchen and Dean and Dan, they're like, 
you picked a rogue operative and that's before they know the truth. Cause as far as we know, they still don't know what happened that day. Yeah. So they must've just had, <laughs> the vibes weren't good from Seth for everyone <laughs> at some point, just generally. So yeah, I, I think Gretchen saw something that no one else did and, and it didn't quite pan out. I think Gretchen might've knew exactly who she was putting onto the boy's Island intending oh. for him to True. be I mean, a failure. Uh, we, we saw in episode one that he was demonstrating some relatively violent tendencies. So like, <clears throat> I wouldn't be surprised if she just being a smart woman could sense that and was like, he's a wild card. Like, uh, are you talking we'll about drowning in. Henry? Yes. Yeah. So there's a lot of good stuff in this episode. Well, we're going to rattle it off at the start. Okay. So we got Bo is alive. We get Bo. We get Kieran. We get Henry and the My Chemical Romance, which is amazing. We get Josh, who's like seems like a completely different person in his little like um, whatever. Quick and session. obviously Nora is alive, which was a fucking amazing call by us. We were we like, said she we wouldn't dead. be caught dead. And yeah. And you don't see someone die. I, I knew that submarine went down and got her. Seriously. How? Do you think submarine. they'll ever tell us? Do you think they'll ever tell <laughs> refuse, us? Refuse to say oh, yeah. super divers. It's I think we'll literally see it. I'm I think we dolphins. will see it. Yeah, dolphins. Dolphins. Um, Could be. Seth is an arc we get. Um, and then we also get a little tidbit that the boys are actually progressing faster than the girls, which was cool. I loved that because what Brian, what you just said about like picking someone that might fuck it up. I mean, Gretchen's not really acting like she did that on purpose, but again, she could be like getting drunk and acting like it's fucking up the experiment on purpose to throw off Dean and Dan Um, (laughs) and it all just be some like twisted ass thing. Yeah. So what do you guys think? Yeah. They preserved the meat and that was a milestone. The girls hadn't hit. I did think Mm -hmm. that was interesting. I mean, I'd be curious of what the list is. What was Gretchen looking for? Yeah. What timeline that'd be. was just going to say that I like that they gave us that information. Um, I don't know if they gave us a number, but I know in the season one, they were like, oh, they uh, found the uh, black box of the airplane. They, that's already milestone, like six or whatever. Yes. I think food preservation, I mean, that must have been like a way later step if the one assistant like actually said something about it, which I think the assistants, like the, the guy and the girl, are going to have a bigger role coming into play. Um, I don't know why I think that maybe I'm hoping that because I like them and I think they're funny and like the impact that Gretchen has on them. But um, I don't know. I don't know if like the, the guy is going to crack and like help the kids out because he was saying like, if I hit my stride sooner or whatever, he like somehow emotionally related to what was going on. So when he gave that spiel, I was thinking like, I don't know, is he going to feel bad and like intervene? He seemed way more to be of the same mindset as Gretchen, like almost like he was rooting for the girls because it was the their names are Tom and Susan, by the way, the two researchers, whatever. It was Susan that said, maybe someone has to finally say it. The guys are ahead of the girls, like almost as if he would take offense to that. So I agree. I'm I'm interested to see more of these people. Um, next thing is there's a scene of Leah getting like reprimanded. It's her after the Roth scene. First time I got that right, by the way. Um, and proud of so, you. She's, so proud of you. she's being taken by Dean and mm-hmm. Dean is kind of like giving her like Dean is, was upset to Dan and Gretchen or whatever, because Leah pulled one, um, yeah. off on him. You know what I mean? She Pull faked, me once, shame on you. 
Exactly. Yeah. But Dean said, we found that knife in your toilet. She obviously did not have a knife there. And she went straight to the toilet to find the phone. So Dean's still our boy. So Dude. this was the scene that I was telling Brian, like you can see the emotions go through her eyes. Like mm. when he's first like, we found the, you see fear, like so much fear in her eyes. And then it turns to confusion. Yeah. And then it like clicks and she's like, oh, but like, if you rewatch that scene, you, I just, I have such a respect for that actress. Like she, she fucking killed it. I love that. Dean, yeah. you go from like, I hate you, Dean. Like you were being so nice. What yeah. happens to like 30 seconds later? Like Dean, you're the man. Like, <laughs> you're you planted like that oh. there. Yeah. You're like, you played me. Like, how dare you? Leah's Dean, like, but you don't even have a daughter. Like Leah's actually being a dick to him, even though that, he's trying to. That was insane. Image. <laughs> yeah, when Dean, Dean was like, like, all right, like drop the act. Like, we know you like your plan. And she, Leah just like snaps. Like, do you even have a daughter? Like, yeah. do you enjoy, do you get off on this? Like whatever the fuck she was saying. I was like, oh my God. She's Leah, probably like, pissed. Yeah. Like, what do you actually look like? <laughs> what is your actual like normal persona? Like she p- portrays so many different people. Yeah, Paul, it was frightening how quickly she could like turn it on and off and go from like faking hysterics to like, fuck this guy. Fuck you. You sold through me. OK, you're a bitch. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I was like, holy shit. Uh, how long is that? that been for? <laughs> and then I had one more thing that was just kind of like a fact that I like is that Josh's family was one of the few that paid for it, mm. which just made me sad because I'm like, yeah, God, like, the family paid to for to send him to this like terrible place where he's going to get sexually assaulted and we just um, more of the same. I forgot to bring it up. We actually got Josh's backstory in the last episode. Apparently he is, he had a lisp when he was younger and didn't start speaking until, I don't know, he was 10 or whatever. And then, you know, he was seeing a speech therapist. So now he's making up for lost time. That's why he talks all the time. His dad resents him for it. Obviously thinks he's kind of like annoying, spineless, whatever. He has two like golden child siblings that are both models for a sustainable orthodontist, something like that. So like he's the ugly duckling from a very rich, successful family. His dad resents him. They sent him here to toughen him up. I'm not sure if we're going to get Josh's backstory. So I thought it was important to just highlight that because I think that might have been it which i appreciate because if that's all it is i don't really need it mm-hmm. yeah, yeah if, absolutely mm-hmm. if it's just that then you know he's damaged but in a very different way than a lot of the other i think his real trauma happened on the island last episode that's absolutely that was his, that was his backstory yeah and they do a pretty good job of you can like conjure in your brain how Josh's life has been like bullied constantly and you don't need an episode. They did a really good job. Like even in this episode, Josh is like, I've like people my whole life have been telling me to just own it. You know what I mean? And like that. I loved that scene. Yeah. It's amazing scene. It's so true though. Mm-hmm. He said, oh, it's it just so means true. you are it. And yeah. yeah. Like, I don't and it's also so it. powerful for someone in his position to have that mindset and be that confident. And that's kind of how I took, like when we saw his interview, like it was like, Oh, like he's actually just really confident now. And like, mm-hmm. granted, like maybe it's a little bit too much. I'm not obviously like what happened to him was absolutely terrible, but like there also is like a, you know, is violence the right answer? 
I feel like a switch flipped. I don't even know if it was, com- maybe it's Josh yeah. on confidence and he thinks you just have to be a total dickhead, but he was just like, what, what, what? Like, maybe it was just like that part I said before and keep that. No, but, but he was just like, like a, it was almost like you picture like a seven year old who's like ready to like outwit you. Like yeah. he's just kind of childish still in his behavior. And it just was interesting. I was like, uh oh, like what version of Josh has like entered the prison or interrogation room? It's know? like another version has entered the chat. Yeah, yep. absolutely. Yeah. That's why I like, I love Josh and I was very like upset. Like I hoped I didn't know if he was going to be there because we didn't see the interview yet. And um, I didn't know how he was going to be on the island. And when he does confide in everybody eventually, and then he flips that switch, like Alex, you were saying, when all of a sudden now he's like, you mess with the devil, you get the sticks. Yeah. Like that whole bit. Like I, I don't know. I like was happy for him, I guess. (laughs) I, I don't know. But uh, it, it was a whole new personality. It was wild. Like, you never saw this side before. Yeah. And I feel like, again, this episode, if I'm as I'm just, like, rereading my notes, it's, like, so I feel like a lot is happening at a faster clip with the boys, obviously, because we're kind of, like, catching up, but we need to all end up at the at the prison. But yeah. um, there's still a lot of interesting advancements happening in the last five days or whatever we're in for the girls, like... Uh, the two biggest ones were again relating back to piecing it together. Um, Dot brings up Gretchen and how she met her before, mm-hmm. and everyone's like, What the fuck are you talking about? I yeah. loved that scene. I think, do you guys think that? Um, I have a theory that Leah and or Fatten before they're extracted are gonna all of a sudden think Dot's a narc and kind of like turn on her a bit. Like, mm-hmm. I think there might be a it did moment. seem like that. It like, like they were like, what the fuck? And that was like the episode that Fatten started to put, uh, piece it together and was like looking through Nora's notebook. And, you know, I just I hope everyone will reconcile well, down the line. But I think we'll get yeah. a little spice and drama and, and yeah, like tension before we leave the island for sure. Definitely. Especially when Dot was saying like. Uh, talking about how she met Gretchen. Yeah. Everyone was like flags on the play. Like, Fatten was like particularly Fatten was like. Well, Leah, are you hearing this? Leah's like, you told me to chill. I'm <laughs> just like, I am no longer thinking about this. Goodbye. Well, it makes sense that Dot's the only one because she doesn't have any parents. So I agree. I thought this was the first time anyone too. said anything I loved that scene. All right. So let's finish the boys really quickly before we have to the girls. Poor Josh loves Bill so much. And it just made it that much worse. That Like, uh, that's the person who we looked up to. But Seth knows hell is coming. So he snips all the mics like we talked about. And then they go to find fresh water because all the water runs out. Like uh, Josh got the last water bottle with his white privilege. So Kieran and I Josh- actually kind of hated that. Like, I hated yeah. that that's how they spun it. Like, yeah. It was like, oh, like he felt bad about taking it. And then Seth was like, no, 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 take it. And then was like, oh, dang, it was the last bottle. Yeah, like, Seth, man. That was such a dick move. Mm-hmm. Agreed. So Kieran and Josh end up together. They end up finding it. And Kieran is sweet. Like he can sense that something is off with Josh. Like he's kind of fucking with them. But Josh is not reacting normally. I mean- I mean, they find water and Kieran first instinct stripped down, getting that water. Come on. It must feel so good. And like if you're Josh and you're being weird about that. But that was hard to watch, too, because Kieran was just trying to be chummy. Like, come on, dude. I know you're shy. But like, could you imagine just being post-sexual assault like and having someone with completely good intentions 
trying to take your shirt off. Like, come on, don't be a pussy. And he said that coming from a place of being kind, but like, he was like trying to help and be be like chummy, like a guy to guy. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And uh, that's when, you know, we kind of get a glimpse of the stress size at first. And Kieran is like, wait, what is that? And that's like, kind of, you understand he's not in the best mood, but that's definitely why he didn't take his shirt off and jump in. Yeah. And Karen eventually he was like, dude, what is wrong? He says something about Seth and Josh gets triggered, right? They're like, they're walking back and Karen eventually is like, okay, dude, what happened? Yeah. It's cause he's like, yeah, Seth was right, man. You bring down the vibe. Everyone, everyone's uh, vibing, and you're the yeah. one bringing it down. He's like, and no, he's like, no, he's the fuck yeah. that guy. Yeah, he's fuck the him. fucking problem. Seth's the fucking problem. Which is yeah. not like Josh to freak out like full that. snap. Mm-hmm. Like, whoa, whoa, whoa. It was very clear that something was wrong. And and honestly, like respect to Kieran for picking up on that and not being just oblivious, because I feel like a lot of people who wouldn't necessarily have experienced or been around situations like that wouldn't necessarily pick up on it. I was very happy, one, that Josh had the confidence to share it with him because I was thinking he might have just kept it to himself. And the other thing, Kieran could have reacted one of two ways. He could have believed him or he and taken it seriously or he could have not believed him and not taken it seriously. He reacted the appropriate way, which was very nice to see on both counts. They did the right thing. We can progress with the clot uh, plot <laughs> with the clot. I hope this no is, one has a blood clot. <laughs> this, this is when Karen starts to be like, holy shit, I like you. It's like you're doing the right thing. And it's and this is when it started. And all of a sudden he's like my favorite character, maybe. Yeah. I mean, listen, my intuition was good. I knew. Which brings us back to the beach and Josh and Kieran are the last ones to show up. It's Seth holding down the fort and he's saying like, go guys, go. What a dork this guy is. Yeah. (laughs) Um, And I forget. Nobody has any luck and they all just congregate back at the beach. I love Um, how Henry's like, you don't even play soccer. (laughs) Henry always calls him on his shit. Uh, But this is where kind of. Kieran with a full head of steam is charging back towards the camp. And Josh is just like, dude, listen, like this is kind of my thing. Don't I get to say like, I don't want you to confront him like that. I just want us to all move past it. Forget about it. I don't want to be known as that guy, which is a very valid stance for him. Uh, But they get back and Kieran's like, there has to be some sort of consequence, dude. But Josh is like, no, 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 no. And it's when Seth, they return to the beach and Seth goes over and it's just like, hey, buddy, how was your trip to the water? Whatever, like gives him a pat on the back. Kieran just loses it. Full blown tackles this guy and the truth comes out. And then they vote survivor style and the tribe. Yeah, the tribe has spoken. Yeah, which I was spoken. proud of. I was this proud is pretty of. intense, man. I, had, I, I like sat up the democracy. Mm-hmm. I sat up in my seat and I was like, dude, this is getting wild. Hence the name. Um <laughs> But yeah, they were started like, I was like, what are they going to do? Just like shun them and, and kill them. And, and pretty much, yeah, that's exactly what they did. They were like, fuck you, get out of here. And it was slowly one by one. And of course, uh, Roth was just like, come on, guys. We all know Seth. We all love Seth. Let's take a beat here. It's like, put your dick back in your pants, Roth. And you know, <laughs> it's just because you like him. Yeah, truly. Well, it brings up an interesting discussion. Obviously, what he did was what he did but if you're sending him off into the wilderness by himself without a lighter you are sentencing him to death more or less yeah which is whereas fucked up. 
Especially I think once Rob, you know there's a jaguar out there. Like, what's the likelihood? Not anymore. There but what's no the jaguar likelihood anymore. that there's only one? What's the likelihood? Uh, yes. Henry would be able to tell you that jaguars live independently, actually. So, <laughs> yeah, but one. The odds are there's only island, one. To an entire island, how would, how would it have gotten there in the first place? You should have tried. Would have at least needed to be two. He was on a wilderness, um, like when you on the plane for a women's retreat, the Jaguar, and then the plane (laughs) crash, and then it was (laughs) right. So, like, like I don't know, like you're sending them out in the wilderness. There could be other dangerous (laughs) animals out there. There's a lot of danger. Where's the Jaguar backstory? We want it. Yeah, so um, now the boys are freezing in the tent and this is where Josh has his big speech. Um, Is this where Kieran tells the joke or is that later? That's Um, six. Yeah. Yeah. But anyway, so Josh has this amazing speech. We we touched on it, but it's so good. And this is where they all promise not to tell. And up until Roth right now, they're all keeping their promise, which is amazing. So I actually want to. Do we think that Roth like whispered it to Leah just so that the cameras couldn't pick up and that Leah knows? Or are we to assume that Roth like Leah stopped him before he said anything? She stopped. I think she stopped. Okay, that's what I thought. So still, Roth has not said anything. Correct. Correct. But he was going to for sure. He was going to. Yeah. He was going to do it for the sure. sure If if anyone's going to turn, it's the dude who went after Seth to to join him and got famous, you know? What is the cutoff for five to six? Like what still happens with the boys? So the fu- this that is the end of the boys. And then the, the big um, cliffhanger for the girls is Nora's alive. So that's the end of five. So we haven't even talked about the girls. We need to kind of be quicker about this. Just <laughs> but, um, uh, did the girls really do that much of anything? I feel like no. it's Rachel's funeral, but it's Nora's, like a yeah. whole Nora's funeral. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And Rachel's story of how she's dealing with it. And so it's now, a, like it's her final chapter of trying to move on. Yeah. yeah. Go ahead. I was just gonna say, I think you had the the two points, which is Fatten's Fatten's getting um suspicious. She's starting to put pieces together and the dot and, and not mentioned Gretchen. Those were the all other big things I feel. But then yeah, I feel like the big focus was what I wrote was like Rachel wants a 12 step program to God. She just like wants like yeah. a plan and itinerary mm-hmm. to reach faith. And then I find it funny <laughs> that she picked, she's like, fuck a baptism. How about a funeral? So she's still a dark <laughs> twisted yeah. bit. Yeah. Mm-hmm. It was funny. She was like, I've been in water all my life. I'm kind of over it at this point. Yeah. She's yeah. Um, I loved the fat and stuff. So uh, there's the tag, which could you see what the tag said? Was it a number? Was it? It was a phone, phone number, number. It looked like. I think okay. it was the phone number. But what I assume Nora did was wrote it down on the tag of her clothes that she packed and was or that she was wearing. So when she did get on the beach, eventually she could write it down in that drawing that she did mm-hmm. is what I assumed. Yeah, I agree. So there's two things and Fatten's wheels are motherfucking turning in that brain. And she's the only person she knows could, will really understand is not she's not allowed to talk to her. She about talked it. her out of yeah. talking about it because she pinned her up like this against the rocks. Yeah. I love that scene. Fatten is hot and also so cool. Yeah. I don't think I've ever said the fans hot out loud. I just need. I don't think it needs to be said. Everyone just it's oh, universal. Gosh. I also said to Alex, I was like the fact that um, Fatten's 
suitcase was the one that was found and everyone's in these like glittery like girly ass clothes is so funny to me i love sunday fun day yeah every day (laughs) so funny like fan was just in this like full sequin outfit i think in six and i'm like it's ridiculous it's comedy it really is comedy that they found emily emily picked something out and it's exactly what you're saying it's like they share all the clothes and i was like what and she was like yeah like Every episode, they just rotate. And I was, like, watching episode four and then episode five, like, and he points out, like, yeah, see, like, Leah is wearing it this episode, and now Rachel's wearing it this episode. And I did notice this Martha's Sunday Fun Day shirt because how could you not love that shirt? The other big thing about this episode that I liked because I thought this was going to be much bigger, and it might be if it gets out to the larger group, but Shelby tells Tony about the boat, and I thought that was going to, like, blow them up. But Tony was really sweet about it, and I was, like, so thankful for that. I was like, I don't need it. You don't need like every couple doesn't need to be exploded every time, like every fucking season. And it's still it still could happen. I mean, yeah. Tony was trying to in the next episode as well. I just think you um, expect that from like Tony, right? Like uh, to just be reactive. Yeah. I don't know. And, and, I feel like they're not going to break them up. I feel like they know <laughs> that like the fan base needs. Yeah. Just stop kind of watching. Hope. Like, no, like. <laughs> Seriously, like some kind of hope and something good to come out of it. Like so far, Shoni is the only actually positive thing that has come out of the girl's experience. And so I don't think... um, Leah's getting over her, dude, slowly. What's B-Tom's thinking? He thinks... I was thinking the opposite. This season has been nothing but fluff for the girls. I mean, bar... Bar well, and it makes sense because they've kind of gotten through their first 30 days of struggling. They are family now and they kind of know what life on the island entails. But like you look at the first three episodes, episode one, the girl's plot line was Dot's birthday. Episode two was the Nora funeral, which I guess that's a little bit deeper, but they took an entire episode to have to just wrap up the Nora arc. And then episode three dot has a pimple. And like, that's the entire (laughs) scene until the end where Martha has her little baggage, but we've had first six episodes. They've had nothing but fluff storylines. And a lot of the Reddit is complaining. We got too much of the boys. Did you want to double the screen time of these girls? Like having dots birthday party and like, Yes, I feel like the girls are past their trauma. It's all just sunshine and rainbows. Except well, they're for- not uh, past their trauma, no. though. From what we understand, there's they're foreshadowing. I mean, the stuff that's going on with Marty, like, I don't think that's just going to miraculously get better. Like, I no, know that they only Ma- have two days left, but like, I feel like we have some intense viewing to see. But that only just started in episode six of season two. Yeah, I feel true. like between feel episodes like one and undertones of, of Marty being a little bit just not herself, right? Just I agree. Checking out, Patton reeled her back in, taught her how to jerk off. That's a great, that's a great <laughs> skill to acquire. Um, but I think no, I, I I think it's gone like in waves, like with with Marty. Yeah. But no, to your I point, agree. it's been a lot of it's been a lot of fluff, but it's been. To me, it's not fluff. It's friendship and yeah. ha- and 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 positive shit in the face of being on a fucking island, maybe for the rest of your life. Right. Yeah. And no, also having a- like a 80, 80 hour season of us seeing the struggles. Like, I think that it is worth it to see the positives. And also for Gretchen's point, you know, we're now starting to see the boys and everything that we see of the boys is more in a negative night light. Whereas the girls we've we've seen them get through their struggles, but now they're kind of on the other side of it. 
for the for the most part. So we think. No, I think um, that the last point is Nora's alive. You see Rachel kind of have this moment with the ocean. She's there. She's there. She's there. She's there. She's there. I, at first I was like, I was like, when are they revealing? At first Let's I was like, go. is she actually there? I'm confused. I would thought there'd be it like a boat or the same thing. It was <laughs> dark. Like, Wait, I was like, is she just like floating, but like doggy paddling <laughs> out there or what? But um, I mean, it would be crazy if if they actually. Oh, my God. Theory. Nora's going to wash up and pretend like she washed up on the weird side of the island and just got back to them. Hey, guys, I was on the other side of the island. Nora <laughs> said, nah, they so I said last it. recording, I said, do you think Nora's going to come back on to the island or do you think Love uh, that. she's, no she's going to play it off? I hope she 100%. does. I hope she shows up. She's like, hello, Rachel. And like reveals everything. She's like, come with me. No, doesn't seem like it by their like um, still, all- they're like talking heads at the at the prison. Yeah, we've already seen Rachel in an interrogation, and she did not seem to think Nora was alive. So, which is kind of fucked up. They still haven't. Do you refer to to Nora in the past tense? Fun, poking hole in my fun, whatever. Yeah, the the season two opener, this the Taylor Swift song is literally them all in their talking heads, like one by one, talking about how she's dead. So, um, I don't know. They explicitly say dead, but they're like. Season one, they're alluding. Rachel, Rachel said something about like she's always with me or something. She said something in season one that was weird, but oh. you didn't know about her hand, like didn't really show yeah, her yeah, hand. Yeah, yeah it was mm-hmm. in the interrogation room, and it was, it was definitely foreshadowing in retrospect. All Crazy right. theory. Hit it. The prison is actually still the island. It's just part they never saw. Well, remember, Gretchen I think was so. sitting on the beach. She was like sitting on the beach. She's like, fuck this. It's not relaxing. Whoever said yeah. that, you know, so yeah. they might be connected via tunnel or something like that. There might be like a secret door in the um the hatch that the boys found that leads. That to the island. would be wild, actually. No, I, I don't feel think like no, I definitely me. said all of this to you at some point. But oh, well, if not, you're saying it now. And I think it's a great theory. <laughs> on the board. No, that's totally possible. But it seems like that would be bad researching to give the two islands a bridge to get to each other. Like, I don't know, though. Who, who knows? They but maybe they have seem big enough that they haven't explored the whole thing. Right? Yeah. Like yeah. no one has explored all around. So I wonder if it's like a cluster. And like it's possible that um, the girls have a hatch too that they haven't discovered because like at I don't remember which episode in this cluster it was, but at one point Gretchen does say something about how um the boys have managed to learn how to sustain their food better than the girls yeah. have. Mm-hmm. But like I feel like that could also go to the fact that like the boys found this hatch that like had supplies in it, but granted mm-hmm. Seth led them there. So I don't know, maybe that's yeah. moot. Yeah, I don't know how big a point the hatches have to play because the girls are getting off the island in two days anyway. That said, we got a whole nother episode to get through. So are we good on episode five, y'all? Let's zoom through it. All right. Episode six. We open at the close, as Paul says. No, not actually. We open with Gretchen and Dan and Dean and Gretchen has been sipping from that bottle. She's drunk. She's like. I think she's playing Candy Crush, actually. She's like, oh, fuck, that's satisfying. She's like having yeah. a great time, but she's having a pity party. She's like this. All of my work is a failure because of this freaking blind spot that the boys have. Like we don't have a complete study. And 
Dean is kind of standing in the background. It seems like Daniel is much more like in on the research and buddy, buddy with Gretchen and more like a partner. Whereas Dean is just kind of there. Gretchen also brings up that she is aware of a mutiny that's happening on her team, which we already know to be Dean since he's out. Uh, helping out Leah. Uh, but Gretchen is just kind of spiraling. And I took this as she's kind of that mad scientist type who is overly reactionary and emotional to anything. If anything goes bad, she's going to be super chaotic and drastic to react to that and get drunk and call her life's work a complete failure. Um, where when times are good, she's going to be power trippy and be like, oh, I'm Gretchen. Of course, I'm the leader of the study, blah, blah, blah. But yeah. This is what we got. Gretchen spiraling. Uh, Dean and Dan yeah. are proceeding with the interviews. Yeah. So if we're good, this is Ivan's backstory. You Ivan get and Kieran's Ivan and Kieran's. Yes. I wish we got more of Kieran, but I was hype. Like when they showed this, I was like, "Ooh, I'm pumped because I was dying to know what this animosity was. And honestly, like if I'm Kieran, I'm beating him up right at getting that island. Like, what the hell? That's crazy. Not that he like him, but he was baiting him so hard and got him expelled. Like, that's crazy. We're jumping the gun. So fucked up. That was so fucked up. And like Kieran shouldn't have said it like that's crazy. But like if if someone's like riling you up so much and daring you to say it and begging you to say it, it was And he's drunk. He was drinking beers. I was like, that's ballsy drinking in the locker room. And I'll tell you what, they did a really good job because it's hard to defend either of them. And that's the point. Right. Like, it's like you. it's hard to defend either. And that coach, it's like basically the point is it's Ivan and his boyfriend. Um, They're stalking the hot coach, which is Kieran's coach. That's where we get the cool (laughs) montage or whatever stalking him because he's hot and ends up seeing the coach in blackface as Kanye, which is obviously awful, terrible years ago was. um, And so Ivan cancels him, which then gets him fired. Like he posts stuff online. Then we find Kieran in the just so fucked up, like humming and singing and really just pitying himself. And Kieran was really sweeping like, no, man, I'm not saying that. And and the boyfriend really was looking at Ivan like, dude, stop. Let's leave. Like Ivan was really just like, oh, my God, it was crazy. I did a lot throughout that episode that you kind of could just see in, in credit to the boyfriend Luke's acting. I mean, you could just see him kind of like cringing or just being like, do I like you? Like, yeah. what's up with you? Like, even when they're in bed and he just kind of was like, taking the post anyway the picture and or video then posting it like ivan's just very fucking self-involved and in his own headspace big time big time ivan's boyfriend luke i think absolutely dunks on him at the end and i have a quote and i just loved it he says you didn't you didn't score one for the cause ivan you just kicked a kid when he was down which is true I know who we are. We're black, gay, and all the things that we are. I know that we have to be guarded and mean all the time, but it's almost like you forget to be anything else. And that's like exactly it. He's just always trying to score one for the cause that forced it. He was playing he, offense to yeah, make it happen, right? He There's- fully egged Kieran on. Like it wasn't, Kieran didn't want to f- say that. Kieran didn't feel that way. Like when he punched the locker and Ivan was like, you. You want you're imagining that's my face, like yeah. Kieran was like, was like, no. Like, no. He was like dude, I like, was mad. 
That's yeah, just mad. Yeah. Like yeah. I'm just punching the locker, you know, like he was, and he was fully egging him on. And it, we've yeah. seen this on the Island too. When Ivan and Scotty butted heads, I like Scotty's like, dude, you got to man up and help us with this. He's like, you think the way that I dress and the way that I talk, Scotty's like, Broken I didn't rest. even say, I didn't even yeah. say all that, bro. Like I he just projects. Told you to, he projects. Yeah. So he's coming from a place of like, he, for someone who claims is so confident in his identity, yeah. He's almost yeah. pretty insecure in it, or he thinks he's going to beat you to the punch and he's going to hit you first. And then it just I, backfires badly. I think what Luke was trying to say at the end um, about kicking Kieran while he's down is because Kieran, yeah, this was his coach, but no, this was pretty Who's much Luke? like the boyfriend. boyfriend. MVP think, of the episode. Honestly. I think his name yeah. is, is his name Luca? His, his actual name, and, but if he calls him Luke or something like that. Yeah. Um, I, I might be wrong. Anyway, this is like Kieran's like father figure in his life. This is basically like his, his family, his yeah. like, like his dad, because as we know, Kieran's whatever Kieran's father left and started a whole family mm-hmm. pretends that like, you know, they don't exist. So this was his dad and that's why he's so down. Um, and he was like, he was a good man and it sucks because what he did was horrible. They start it's to get into situation. that on the Island too. Of mm-hmm. like Kieran's like, Oh, now you want to like, not, be like just what did he put say? your money where your mouth is basically it's not what he says but it's zero like, tolerance policies like yeah. you live your whole life that way and all of a sudden in this situation you're done with that like no nah and, and it, it pushes Ivan to, to grow yeah and to, to rethink his, yeah his I just wanted to say obviously we're five white people so like <laughs> speaking for Ivan is not something any of us can do I just want to say that I think that the, the episode and the writers did a really good job of making it be like wow like both ways it's like obviously the blackface is terrible and then obviously what Kieran said is terrible but when Ivan pretty much gives him the the um script for it and at his lowest yeah. point it's so hard to like yeah, it's, it tackles it's, a lot of it's hard, like similar to the sexual assault. Like, I think they just they widen the lens and the picture of like what what can happen. Like things are not black and white. And Ivan's learning yeah. that himself. And like it just I think did an amazing job of showing that completely. it makes you feel conflicted. You're like completely. I want to be on Ivan's side fully, but fuck, you're making it hard. And again, we're five <laughs> white it. people and it's hard to say that. Yeah. But that's what they wanted to do with the writing, mm-hmm. obviously, you know, and, and the boyfriend even being like, yo, I'm good on you and all of this. And, and you know, they share a similar identity. Yeah. Identity. Yeah. That's one of the things, too, that makes the show so incredible. Like, the writers did a really good job at being raw and real about, like, what the gray area is. Mm -hmm. And that's not necessarily, like, it's not a good thing. But, like, there is, you know, like, I feel empathy towards both sides in this situation. And it is, it's very conflicting. It's like, who do I, who am I, who am I mad at here? Because they both did something very wrong. Kieran and Ivan, when they were talking about it on the island kieran's like do you are you actually sorry or are you sorry that your boyfriend spoke up and you got expelled too which is interesting because he i didn't think that was gonna happen that's crazy i love that kind of karma yep yeah but again like it it is such a gray area and i i i think you said it best it's like i want to love ivan so much but he makes it hard. I think that's like the best way to put it. He, he does. He makes it so hard. He's just super dramatic. Like yeah. he just really loves drama. Mm-hmm. And like, 
that's just who he is. Like yeah. he, so he just, should be on Bravo. It's so surprising that he is making this gesture in this episode though, that he is actually creating a, like a mini fire to bring to them. So they don't, you know, freeze. It's, like you guys said, you can see like Ivan kind of like growing a little bit. And, and in uh, doing that, he, he gets booted from the camp too, which I feel yeah. like we should discuss is just this um, mob mentality, like left turn that it's starting mm-hmm. to take. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Before we do that, I just want to say that I, I actually really like the scene. I know we mentioned that like maybe Ivan shouldn't have posted the picture of them kissing, but I really like the speech he gives Luca or Luke or whatever his name is about being like someone is scared and like someone who is gay and black and younger or older is scared and they can see this and it could give them a glimmer of hope or whatever it is. I was like, that was a good I mean, maybe you shouldn't have posted it again. Like like you said, like Consent. ask my permission Consent. next time. But I did like that. And I and um, yeah, I, I totally get behind that um, sentiment. Yeah. And the art I love that speech. Through. It was yeah. just beautiful. Yeah, there like mm-hmm. there was oh, so much I know, potential. In I mom. know. And uh, it was just Luca's face while he was watching Ivan like taunt here. And I you was just like, saw it fall oh, so fall. hard. Yeah, just I really it. shipped them. I really liked them together. Yeah, yeah, we were all Luca. All of us were Luca. We were all like, no. no. <laughs> what are yeah. you doing? Yeah. Uh, hopefully when he gets back from the island, we get back together. Everything's good. So um, moving on, I think Alex mentioned it earlier. The lighter's missing. They go to Seth to get it and they start beating him up. Kieran's kicking him. Josh is then kicking sand in his face and they rip his sweatshirt off and throw it in the fire. And Roth is like, yo, this is where I draw the line. Like, I, I mean, he drew the line of kicking him out. But this was even for me. I know like fuck Seth, fuck Seth really hard. But killing a man, I think Roth said it best. Like, we're not the ju- we're not a court of law. You can't just like sentence somebody to death. So one by one, people are getting exiled. Roth is first. It's just Roth. I guess it's just Roth and Ivan. But um, yeah, what do you guys think about the exiling of Roth first, I guess? It's weird because Kieran looked to Josh and said, Josh, like, hey, it's up to you. I'll enforce whatever you say. So it's kind of like Kieran's being this bigger, protective, like, brother. It's almost to Josh. And uh, so Josh is... You can see Josh becoming more confident, even if it's like in bad ways, like literally kicking Seth and, you know, putting out his fire. So he freezes. Um, but, yeah, he's like fucking around with Kieran. And then, yeah, uh, Roth comes out and says it. And Josh is like, I want him gone. Kieran's like, all right, you're fucking gone. It's like, dude, this is insane. Like, why are you kicking these people out? You need to survive. It, it's kind of nice knowing that, like, Roth will be OK because that's an arc. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, no matter what, they're going to be okay. That was something. I don't know. Seth was laying there all feeble and shit. I thought that was interesting. And is it because he doesn't want to to explain to HQ what the fuck he did to get out? Right. True. He's kind of a failure of an operative right now as well as like uh, someone who committed a crime. Mm -hmm. So like, I but like you know, he easily could get protection Mm. or, or something. You know, it's interesting. Roth was like, oh man, we don't have a fire. Just me and you, Seth. I guess we should call it together. <laughs> what if we just body get closer? All part of the plan. And then fucking Ivan shows up with this goddamn fire and ruins everything. And we don't get to cuddle anymore. I like when they call him a felon. Like Kieran's like, he's a felon. Like when they're trying to, when Roth's trying uh, to, yeah. like, we can't kill him. Yeah. Like he's a felon. 
we and you you said it best. I mean, Kieran's really being a brother to him. And it is nice to see to Josh. Josh is kind of course he's can cope however he wants but he's getting a little goofy um i feel like i'm like it's like the mad king or something like you can just tell that he's like drunk on power for the first time in his life and like not to say that he doesn't deserve some kind of like retribution but yeah again they do a really good job of making you feel conflicted and like what do i actually think should happen or what is right here what is wrong here i Mm -hmm. am definitely conflicted yeah (laughs) i guess you (laughs) Yeah, but so it ends with uh, Ivan also getting the boot. Ivan getting the boot because he he wants to bring the fire, and that's where the confrontation happens. And Kieran's kind of like, "Do I even have to say?" And he's like, "No, I'm gone." But Ivan's still kind of staying away from Seth and Josh. Like Ivan is sticking to at least his um, morals or whatever, where his rules, where he's like, "Fuck these two." But I get it. I'm exiled, and I probably need them at some point. So. Yeah, I mean, Ivan wants to like, he says like he, a peace offering, but not actually a peace offering. Well, so he talks about growing, and then he's like, "But did I live to regret it?" Like, so that's yeah. interesting foreshadowing as well. Mm-hmm. All right, ready for the girls? Girl, girly time. It's the hot tub girls. It's the jacuzzi girls. The jacuzzi. <laughs> girls. Oh, like, and Ben folds, my boy. And Kathleen's like, no way is that really him. I was like, it's literally Ben Folds. It's totally him. Brian turns to me today when we were watching. He goes, do you know who Ben Folds is? I was like, oh, yeah. I, I don't. Know who um, I don't know who the luckiest was my jam. <laughs> Put it out there that I didn't know he was a real person until just now. Just like me. I thought just it was like, a, believe yeah. it. And Emily didn't know it either. So I'm putting that out there. Blames on her. I mean, I'm I we're. I'm a little older than you. I'm Kathleen and Alex. I have no idea how old you are. So I'm just assuming you're okay. So I'm Kathleen's age. So you know who Ben Folds is. It was early on. Yeah. You and me. That's it. Um, (laughs) Cheers to that. Girlfriends. Not to totally like divert on Ben Folds, but I actually like this morning, what popped into my head was all of a sudden, like I hear a cover of bitches ain't shit by dr dre and i realize it's a ben folds cover that i heard <laughs> as a teenager so i will send Wait. that to everyone after it's absolutely bad wow. shit. um i have something that will excite the boys shelby loves mortal combat canon <laughs> yeah i was like emily that's wait seriously <laughs> No, I just in mean real like, life? no, I just mean canon in the universe. Oh, I know that that would be sick if that actress actually plays it. No, but I, I was so right. hyped. I like I heard Mortal Kombat and Emily was like literally said like, oh, God, or something like that, because she knew I was going to look over. It's like, see, yeah. video games are fun. Girls play video games. This was a really cute scene. They're like the banter, the jokes, like she's like, finish him. And she's like, gonna need to say that again and they're just giggling it's so cute and this is where the tension of the episode really happens at least between tony and shelby and shelby says i love you and instead of it was interesting because usually when they're like i love you they're like oh uh that just came out of nowhere she just like goes she doubles down with the she's like i love you like oh and then tony seems cute and then all of a sudden it was like she was like "Uh oh yeah the yeah. fuck? Who put that rock there? What are you guys, <laughs> stupid? You trying to kill me? <laughs> she went right, day sorry. one, Tony, real quick. She was also Oh, just like, Tony. She's going to pee in her hand and throw it at somebody soon. She yeah. regressed real quick, but it was nice that like Marty was there to just be mm-hmm. like, come on, Tony. All right. What's this really about? I've seen you happy before. Like, this is the happiest I've ever seen you. Why yeah. did it all just like go away? And they confided in each other. And it makes sense. Tony's just like, I've seen enough like. 
uh, social workers in my life to know like why I feel this way. But like, I feel like I'm not worth shit and I just yeah. want that feeling to stop. And until it does, I won't be able to accept anyone's love. And Marty's like, girl, you got this. Come on. Love that. Yeah. She struggles with love. I mean, because it's never really been there or consistent. And she even says like, I've said it and I've not really meant it. And so I think she's trying to figure out how to say it and mean it and let it in. Yeah. Obviously. My hair looks like, but then you see it like this kind of (laughs) Marty take a turn. Yeah. In this conversation, like it's almost like a bad light bulb clicks on of like, oh, yeah, I do feel like I'm not shit. Like, uh yeah. So what eventually was like the the avalanche that caused Marty to like have like an actual freak out was she goes to her traps, all the snares. They're like one's not hit, one's not hit. She goes to one and then, yeah, she sees the leg. And then she like gets sick because she knows that like the rabbit chewed its own leg off to get free rather than just sit there. Yeah. And that makes it so much worse because she follows it. And then the babies is what she sends her over the edge. And, and the I thing was like, that really made it all the worst is that she had a pet bunny. Yeah. Yeah. At home that she talks about. Oh, yeah, she does. Yeah. Because so, I guess that is a good conversation they have all about. Like, do you think we had funerals? Um, that was a yeah, great conversation. Yeah, I liked that. Um, and Leah's like, my parents got it all wrong. I just know I it. loved that. <laughs> yeah. But also, like Leah's parents are the only ones that like know where she is um, and are like, yeah, no, all, all the parents are getting that. They all think they're as long as they have parents, they're getting that. Yeah, they don't think their parents, their kids are dead. Right. Yeah. Correct. Yeah. So uh, I guess we. Let's go back to Tony really quick saying I love you back because that eventually ends up being good and cute and sweet. She says it back and I snugged her up. I was like, that was cute. <laughs> oh, my God. Another fluff story for the girls. I Tony know, really. can't hear. I love you. It takes a whole episode for her to learn. Oh, <laughs> I am allowed to hear. I love oh, you. I'm sorry. The and boys I can say chanting. it back. Fuck the boys you, got Brian. <laughs> Their boys are knee deep in a scandal. Okay. Yeah. And if you guys want a little party, party, party on a plane crash <laughs> survival show? I do. You guys, I do. You guys are probably Damn. gonna have an echo from this. Can't score go. one. Yeah. For the- <laughs> She's catching. She's just yelling. Well, I um, hear him like three well, times that. over. The well, girls scored yelling. one with a hot spring. Oh, they got a hot Jacuzzi spring. Girls. Jacuzzi but, ass girls. We got Rachel's little dance, little made up song. And she I don't Leah know. Said, any... I don't know. She was going to do that. Yeah, she didn't tell yeah. me. <laughs> <laughs> and I wasn't on book. Leah's hallucinating the whole episode. Um, I thought the first, I loved it. The first hallucination is so funny where she, she hallucinates. <laughs> Rachel said that you're certifiably fucking insane. She's like, <laughs> yeah. what? She's like a hot spring. Follow me. <laughs> it's so Kathleen funny. was like, wait, did, did she really say it or not? I was like, yeah. no, Leah's lost the plot. Yeah. <laughs> this, really? this episode's really good because I think Ivan is really the only one getting interrogated by Dean and Dan and kind of his, uh, what do you call it? Where someone speaks in the background over like the picture. Narrating. Uh, narration, yes, yes. A narrating inner monologue. No, it wasn't an inner monologue. Uh, his interrogation is kind of narrating the scenes that are happening on the island for both the boys and the girls. The one scene at the end, he kind of just like wraps it up. Ivan tells Dan and Dean that, you know, they all have their battles. Tony and Shelby 
just are battling for acceptance. Uh, Leah just wants to find peace or an escape. And this whole episode, like the acceptance Tony and Shelby one is, you know, they both want to say, I love you and be able to accept that Leah wants peace or an escape. Like she spends the whole day in a hot spring coming to the, to terms with the fact that, Hey, I might be a little bit fucking crazy. I'm hallucinating. Uh, the next thing he says, some of us have battles that are so unimaginably evil that I can't even speak them into words referencing Martha's battle with honestly, exactly what he just described. Uh, he said a hidden battle that can never completely stay that way. He's referencing Henry and how, He's battling his feelings about his brother and eventually it boils over and he has to share it with Ivan. And then Ivan reveals his own battles, which he doesn't let anybody in on. Everyone has their shit, right? And they're all going through it in one way or another fluff aside or not. They're all going through some shit. Um, But Marty then at the end. uh, Yeah, I mean, that was brutal. It was hard. Leah comes up to it, sees the scene. First of all, I kept saying, Marty was like five feet ahead of them. How did she get so far away? I was like, they chased her immediately. Wild. I was like, well, dark in the woods. No, no, no. I disagree. Um, yeah, but I, I agreed. I thought that was a little dramatic. Yeah, <laughs> like, like, they looked away for one second. Right and like, <laughs> they should have gave the girls more pause. Like, uh, what just happened? Oh, fuck. Let's go. You know? Yeah. yeah but Tony obviously is the one who kind of grabs her and with, rightfully so. I mean, they're like sisters. Um, but yeah, so she killed all the babies, huh? I thought she slipped and the mom. I missed. I that's definitely what I thought it was when it showed her just yeah. sitting there with the knife. Like I thought she was dead. Thought it was wrist. Yeah, I yeah. I, uh, we thought I it was wrist at first, and then we saw they panned out to the babies. But we haven't seen her move. Like Jesus. we saw her uh, fall back. We haven't seen her blink or move. I feel like she's alive based off of how she fell back onto Tony, but like she's we haven't actually we don't have any confirmation yet. There was no warning either, so I guess it wasn't yeah. you know that. But she, uh, my brain was like, oh no, this is it. So like what is the uh reasoning that you guys got behind it? She didn't want the babies to suffer in this world without a mother. So she like thought it was a mercy to do that. She thought she had to take care of it, right? Like, you know, kind of like a yeah. Yeah, yeah or, she's putting them, them out of their misery. Even though she was like, mm, chicken nuggets to go with the main meal. <laughs> Rabbit the nuggets. Wow. Yeah. She was like, I yes. feel like that was not the case for Martha. Oh, okay. Was, oh, okay. But maybe, maybe, I misread that. maybe if it had been any of the boys, that would have been the case. <laughs> oh, no. She smashed a rock into her head over it. I don't think she was. That all was, oh my that God. That was totally way too that. much. That was Brilliant. a lot. Yeah, we also like. Also, guys, to be honest, like I kind of understand that mindset of being so angry with yourself and so like devastated. Like I granted, I don't think I would ever smash a rock on my head, but like I I, I can understand that like I've done I've thrown things when I've been mad at myself. Like, you know, I, I, I can understand that amount of anger, especially when it's directed towards yourself. It's almost it like the just, punching of the walls and this and that. Yeah, it's just, just a to the extreme. Yeah. Right. Yeah, it's like, no this walls. is a rock. This is all I have. So, yeah. yeah. And like, the, it was like the more shocking part almost to me was like, well, how do you react when you see that? Like Tony like went up and like grabbed her and was like, oh my God, like, what do we do? Like, go, yeah, go. We're going to go bury them. Like, we're going to do whatever you say. I was like, holy shit. Like, how do you handle this? I wonder if they, her injury like, is like 
part of it too. She could have a severe fucking head injury for all we know at this yeah. point. Like, oh yeah, yeah. Part could of be more internal bleeding. That's what I'm saying, right? So, also before we like get to the end, just we said the wrong day. Like, we're not on 48. We're only on 46 for day four. Oh, I, just, I typed the wrong thing. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So the, we still got a little time left on these next four days. Two, but okay. Um, but you know, I just wanted like it wasn't. So, so she could just be sitting there with this freaking head wound for four days so we don't know what's going to happen so yeah yeah or just continue it. spiraling period i mean yeah the I girls were doing okay. so well until yeah. this marty mm-hmm. thing i'm i'm hoping i'm hoping she gets through it. you were just also until this leah thing like we know that leah is literally hallucinating which is uh even though we have seen her and we know that she's okay that's it's, not it's okay. still not yeah, good, but she's doing the appropriate thing and bottling it way down deep where <laughs> nobody can see it, and that's 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 the healthy way to deal with trauma, right? That's what <laughs> oh I can like the bottle it, bottle it down deep. That's Don't let nobody see like that. The boys that's, that's Ted Mosby. We from Ohio, we take anger, we push it down. <laughs> we get more anger, we keep pushing it down. My parents oh. live in Ohio. I live in the moment. Yes, sir. <laughs> <laughs> Classic Ted Mosby line. I love old Ted. Uh, oh, yeah, like, is Leah just like, is this being caused? Is the hot spring like actually like toxic fumes or something that caught like triggering her? We no, already she know had she's going for the stuff. hot springs. That's yeah, but like, we already know she has this stuff, but it hasn't been this bad. So, like, is this just like, is this like a catalyst to push her over the edge or is it's just like day 46? Like, it's finally catching up. To her. I'm, I'm really hoping that her seeing the Ben Folds guy, that's a metaphor for she's getting over the baggage with Jeff. And this was a very positive turn of the corner for Leah. Like, it's kind of like she's accepting, she's hallucinating, she's a little bit crazy, but she's seeing Ben Folds now, not Jeff. And that's like a good thing. She's like, oh, this is funny. It's harmless. That's how I thought, too. She was going to get a crush on Dan when they were interrogating. I was like, don't Mm. you do it, Leah. Don't you get another 30-year-old man crush. So Dan's that, the bad you think one that man's too. 30? Oh, okay. Okay. <laughs> he's, he's, deep. <laughs> uh, he's deep. Stanley um, strongly disagrees. He just very loudly meowed. So <laughs> Stanley. Okay. Yeah. Sorry. The only other thing about this episode that I like thought kind of went under the radar, but they like showed a little bit of light too was like how Henry was dealing with the, all of this. We kind of mm-hmm. touched on it a little bit, but like Henry's like, holy fuck, like this is my stepbrother. And and now like basically casting him out to die, like, yeah, he's a horrible person, but like is is should he die? And like Henry's he just kind of like he yeah, cries, he's, he's spooking and screaming and crying. Yeah. So I just I feel horrible for uh for Henry and I wonder how that's gonna play out. And if he's like basically if if Henry's kind of like the Martha where Henry is getting so bad that we need to come in and intervene, and that's why the guys only made it to like day. 34 or whatever it was one of these next two episodes it's going to be the henry and seth backstory i'm hoping we have to get it yeah Yeah, we we have to get it also does anyone else feel a very strong similarity in the way that nora speaks and the way that henry speaks just literally the way that they actually speak like when they're telling when they're telling stories like the way that they pause and the way that they accentuate certain words like it's just really interesting are you saying like, they're the same person because we've no, never seen henry and nora in the room at the same time i That's mean i saying. i mean like i guess they 
like if you want to go for a real stretch, I guess they could be, <laughs> but like that's not, no. not where I'm going. More just that there's an there's like a very strong parallel between the way that they articulate things. Like these lines, like if if I knew that if I didn't know that they were for Henry, like I could have thought that they were lines that were originally written for Nora. They're I both kind of the very intellectual misfit characters yeah. that are slightly socially awkward a little bit. So they, they fit into they fit the same mold and they're both obviously very smart. So I, I totally see that, Emma. One quick thing that the fatten unraveling yeah. detail yes. and kind of looking into it continues and she again tries to be like Leah and Leah's like no yeah. <laughs> so yep. I, I think you know obviously we're wrapping it up but what do we think is going to happen I feel like that has to come to a head like Fatten yeah. teaming up do they turn on Dot briefly and think she's a narc after that Gretchen comment like what transpires in the final days Alex had a good point when we were watching that she was like, I hope that Fatten and Leah do actually connect about it or do they get rescued before Leah and Fatten can really have a conversation about it on the island. But the Shelby thing, right? The note, maybe they all have some kind of reckoning before. Yeah. yeah. I'm thinking that's what we're going to get, some sort of reckoning. Fatten has to give her evidence to Leah. They present it to the group and then... Probably the group rejects it because it seems like Shelby had rejected it until they got to the prison where she was like, actually, you were right. So I, I kind of think you're you're on to something there, Alex. We'll Do we see. have anything else? We've been at this for a while now. We have. I might I split think... this into three episodes. Also, uh, Kathleen, you can cut out half my rambling because no. I'm pretty drunk. I'm not going to lie. I've had like three and a half glasses of wine. <laughs> <laughs> That's staying in. Uh, that. <laughs> I love that. <laughs> Nope, all um, good. Brian, take us home. Awesome. That was episodes four through six. We have two more episodes here, episodes seven and eight, and I believe we're planning on doing both of those in our next recording. So we are going to put a cap on season two of The Wilds with our next podcast episode reviewing it. As always, if you like what you heard, give Benchtown TV a follow on Twitter and Instagram. Visit us on BenchtownTV.com and subscribe to our show on Spotify, YouTube, the Apple Podcast app or wherever else you may find your podcast. Our Patreon is up and running. So if you want to support the pod, that is also a great way to do so. And that can be found on our website at benchtowntv.com. Once again, we are Benchtown TV. And thanks for listening. Ice the booze and get horny. Bitches. Dorothy's Dorothy's motherfucking birthday. (laughs) You're listening to the Geekscape Network.